The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show the after show the the after after show. show it's the after show and uh what we expected to happen with COVID 19 with uh, states not collecting the money they normally did because people aren't making money. Um, You would think the opposite would happen, but it is taxing people. And um, for a state to do it um, since COVID-19 struck, uh, this was planned to happen anyway, but it did happen. October 1st, New Hampshire jumped their cigar tax. New York. New York. What did I say? (laughs) New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire is not. Knock on wood, please. New York has jumped their cigar tax from 28%, which is a lot to begin with anyway. We're talking additionally on to sales tax and everything else. 28% just on cigars to 75%, Yikes. making it now the third highest tax in the nation, which 75 you'd think would be the highest, but it's the third. Um, and depending on the price of the cigar, possibly the second highest because Utah – has the highest at 86%, and Vermont has 92%. But Vermont, at 92%, as ridiculous as that is, has a cap on it as a maximum amount that it can go, which is $4 per cigar. So a $4 cigar becomes almost $8, right? High sevens. In New York, a a cigar that has an MSRP of $10 in New York now costs $17.50. 92, 19, 75% of the wholesale cost. If the wholesale cost is $5, 75% well, is three seventy five. Let, let me get into compound. Right. Let me get into the comp- compounding of what happens there. So let's take Vermont, 92% and a $4 cap. A $10 cigar at 92% would be nineteen twenty, but the cap is $4. But most people don't consider compounding sales tax and compounding local taxes, but I have. Utah, for instance, is 86% cigar tax. Added to that is a 6.1% compounded sales tax, compounded on top of the 86% at the finish line. Didn't we throw tea in the ocean for this type of shit? And the average local tax compounded on top of that brings it to 7.18%, from 6.1% to 7.18%. Added to the 86%, making a $10 cigar come out to 1994 at the register. So it's almost 100% tax. It looks like it's 86, but it's almost 100%. A $10 cigar in Vermont, after compounding the tax, comes out to $19.12. Higher tax, but not the rest of it. Now comes in third 
is New York. Comes in at $19 because, as you know, when you lived in New York, yeah. not only is there a... Was it eight and a quarter or was yeah, when I left? sales tax and the city tax mm-hmm. on top of that, compounded. The, the, what ends up happening compounding it? Um, and part of the original $10 price that's there is another tax, which is 41 cents on that $10 cigar. That's a federal tax. And on top of that federal tax, that 41 cents is compounded tobacco tax, compounded city tax, all compounded of the 40 cents that happened. So the cigar itself, the $10 cigar, was only $9.59. And it becomes $19, so it's more than 100%. Of it in taxes. I, I get what you're saying about adding the sales tax. It, it is the bottom line you're paying. But when you go to a restaurant and it's $40 for a steak, you don't go, actually, it's forty three sixty two. It's $40 plus tax. What if there's no tax? What if you bought that cigar online at zero mm-hmm. tax? It becomes zero. The question is, what does a $10 cigar cost? A $10 suggested retail price in New York costs you 19 Yeah, seventeen fifty plus tax is 19 There you go. So you buy what you believe is a suggested retail price of $10 that you would buy here in New Hampshire, for instance, and you buy it there, it costs you $19 because that's what you're paying. And unfortunately, a lot of consumers blame the retailer, right? Right. Well, he charges too much money. They don't don't get what's happening because I saw this all over Facebook once the New York tax went up. Guy ripping into his retailer, going, he raises prices out of nowhere. He's ripping me off. Who gives him the right to raise prices like this? It's gouging. So and how? Everybody had to explain to him the tobacco tax. So you're blaming him for not being aware. Or how about blaming the retailer himself because he didn't fight and he didn't let everybody know that New, H- New York was trying to add a tax and let's try to stop it and let's get everybody – because every time one comes around, I'm going to tell you my customers are probably sick of hearing me putting signs up and things like that, letting you know that the state is trying to put a, t- a tax on it. Well, that's yeah. the problem with a lot of states. They, you know, they look at their, their uh, another tobacconist in their city or the next town over is the enemy, he's not your enemy. You have to join forces with him. Absolutely. Yeah, you want your business to be better than his, but you got to be to fight as one to keep your business afloat. Yeah, that's it. there's a difference between fighting taxes, and you can certainly do that together, and now delivering an exemplary customer service experience in your shop is a different story. At least educate them, let them know what's coming. Yep. So somebody, that store that he went in, he went in how many times he went in, and they and he never heard that that ended up happening. I got to put some of that blame onto the shop owner that didn't alert them. Now, now he's getting the blunt of it. Next time, maybe he'll end up saying it. But where's it going from seventy five percent? It's it's not going to go well because can he even survive through this? Well, at seventy five percent, it's worth doing the drive to go to a lower tax state. If, if you almost no matter kind of where quantity. you are in New York, well, other it depends. Than, if you live in Syracuse, <clears throat> it's five plus hours <clears throat> to the next state. Other than convenience, they're not going to buy, or they're going to buy online. So now, take away the shipping costs, the import fees, the cost of the goods themselves, the tobacco, the cello, the box, the packaging. Uh, it's crazy. There's very little profit for the manufacturer. There's very little profit for the retailer. They are not ripping you off. The state is ripping you off. But you, retailer, you have to alert people that this problem is happening as it's beginning to happen, let alone at the finish line, letting them know in advance this is happening. 
This action simply drives to the consumer online where the consumer pays nothing in most states and the states receive nothing in return. So the states are not getting anything out of it either. What ends up happening here is they actually lose revenue. And, and then they decide they got to up the tax some more to is, make up for which it. Which is the wrong answer. So here is the likely scenario. Um, smart tax states like Texas, for instance, robust cigar business, arguably the best state in the country for cigar sales, probably number one, not just in the country, in the world, is Texas. They have a 1.1 cent per cigar tax. One cent. 1.1 cent of the, uh, why bother with the one cent? It sounds like nothing. It's not going to add up to anything. But because they have a sales tax of 6.25%, compounded to their local tax that brings it up to 8.19%, al along with the penny that they're getting, they're, clo they're getting 85 cents on every $10 cigar that goes. So in Texas, a $10 cigar costs them $10.85. And lots of cigars. They're selling more cigars than anybody else is, and that's more money for the state. Yep. So here they are at 1.1 cent, and they're making mm -hmm. more money than New York's making at 75%. Are you listening, legislators, that don't tax it out? Because what happens is that New York store cannot survive. They will go out of business, and we've seen it state after state after state every time this happens. Mm -hmm. A great example of this is Rhode Island. Rhode Island, who had a 30% tax on their cigars, were losing revenue into that state every single year. So they tried a three-year test to see if they put a 50-cent cap onto that state. They did, and when they did, for three years, they saw, we're making more money than we ever did. We're making mm. more 50 cents than we ever did before. More cigar shops open. By the way, per capita, more cigar shops in Rhode Island than anywhere else, small state, obviously, but more cigar shops, more revenue coming in, and it's a winner. So what New York has to do is say, make the tax anything you want to make the tax. It just looks embarrassing that you're at 75% because it doesn't mean anything. Make it reasonable, but if you keep it at 75 and you put a 50-cent cap on it, you will make more money at 50 cents because you're driving your retail businesses out of business. You're not collecting tax that you would have, along with you're not collecting income tax from the store making a profit, business profits tax, the employee taxes, all this stuff goes away. It's such a loser when it comes down to this mathematical equation, but the problem is these legislatives do not have aren't business owners. They don't know how no. money goes, and they're running your state. And, and if, you look at, if you look at the high-tax states, they're all run by one specific party. Yeah, it's terrible. So how many cigar stores are there in Vermont and Utah, number one and number two state? Two. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. It's the highest-tax state, and you don't have any cigar shops in it, so you're making 80%, 90% of nothing, as opposed to make a lot more off of more people. 92% of nothing is nothing. doesn't matter what it is. But 1.1% cent per cigar 
comes out to 8.2% in Texas times millions of cigars, because that's how many they sell, millions, equals big money, thriving stores, more employees, more taxes from employees, more owners making money, more business profits tax, a bigger economy, and a successful state. It's all about volume at that point. That's it. Rhode Island, as I say, 50 cent cap, implemented 10 years ago. It did never, never went away. It never went away because it works. It works as a cap. And you people in New York have to fight for the 50, 50 cent cap. I've been hearing it for years. But you don't get together like Mr. Jonathan says and get together as a group and end up fighting it and explaining to these idiots that are running the state because they can't run anything. You can see it's the worst <laughs> state in the world. It's bleeding out. Yeah, when Ron Melendi was still at De La Concha <clears throat> in New York, he started up the York Tobacco Association, he, and it's gone nowhere. He started it up at the finish line. The thing already went through. To try to change something after it already passes is so much harder than not explaining it to them before they do it. And you know, I think you're doing a service to them. that They're ready to, to, to ruin everything, and you explain it to them. It makes all the sense in the world. They don't do it, and then they end up making more money. You have to prove it to them. I watch the cigarette legislators go in, the cigarette lobbyists, and explain it to a state like New Hampshire and say, if you raise the cigarette tax in the state... This is what's going to happen. You're going to end up making less money. Here's the times that you did it. Here's what ended up happening. If you actually lower the tax, you'll make more money. And they said, we'll give it a try. And New Hampshire did lower the cigarette tax. They sold more cigarettes, and they well, made the state made more money. They basically got all of Massachusetts to buy their right, cigarettes correct. in New right. Hampshire. We're in Salem, New Hampshire. And every man, woman, and child in the city of New Hampshire smokes two and a half cartons of cigarettes a week. <laughs> it's not true, right? They're coming in from other states to end up purchasing. And our economy is based on tobacco and alcohol. Everybody comes up here to get them because the tax is lower, but the volume is gigantic, right? Well, put this into perspective. You've got a company like Market Basket. They've got their little tiny dinky store in Salem, New Hampshire. They open a bigger store. They keep the dinky store. Now they've opened a third store. All three stores are thriving. And the reason they're thriving is they sell more cigarettes than anybody. Well, in addition to groceries, but it's comparative. It's not a dinky store compared to other supermarkets. It's small compared to the giant one <laughs> well, that they put in. <laughs> also true. So I'm mentioning the 50 cent cap, uh, more shops per capita because of that. Florida is another one. Florida has zero tobacco tax, but it is a 7.05 percent tax between their tobacco tax and their local taxes 7.05 so they get zero tobacco tax but 7.05 sales tax more cigar stores in florida than any other state bigger state of course than rhode island so it has more but it has more cigar shops in that state and they're collecting 7.05 percent on millions and millions and millions of cigars Texas, Florida, Rhode Island bring in more tax dollars than states like Utah, Vermont combined, and New York's next. They're not going to make any money. They're going to drive it online. Listen, I'm an online guy. I'm going to receive some of these sales. Barry, you're going to end up watching it happen. Yeah, I don't want sales like that. I already see it happening. I don't want to get it that way. I want to get it because I'm a better retailer. I'm providing better service or whatever, but I'm automatically going to get it. And that's because these dumb legislators think they're going to make more money. How many times do we have to go through it over and over and over? And you see that you end up, un unless there's some people there that say, I want to abolish it. That's what we're trying to do. Make abolish it illegal. It. Then abolish it, if that's what you're trying to do. But to ruin 
people's lives, businesses. The, the businesses and the people that work in that business are going to lose their job. One of the things with Nat Sherman going out of business had to be they knew the 75% tax. Mm-hmm. It had to be one of the outliers of, okay, here's where we're at. COVID-19 ended up happening. Mm-hmm. We ended up buying a cigarette company and all this stuff. But now we're looking at the future. What is the future hold for Nat Sherman? We're going to have a 75% tax. How much is business going to drop? It's going to drop to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, let's just shut it down. We're talking about a, almost a 100-year-old company, 90-year-old company, closing its doors Unfortunately, there's more and more that are going to come, and they're going to. Some are going to hang on for a while and say, "Let me see if I can hold the weather." They're going to bleed out. They're going to lose their savings that they had. Oh my God! And and take it from a guy who's a fighter. I saw it happen in Massachusetts. I'm not a quitter, but I saw it and I knew how bad it was going to be. And I said, "Okay, I got to pack my bags." Ten years in, because I'm young enough that I can make I can make a comeback. And I came to a non-tax state where I could get people to fight along with me, and we were able to hold it, hold it back. Uh, and we still listen; it's never over, right? It's all, it's mm-hmm. always coming on there. But explaining these these tax stories to you, to that you, the consumer, ultimately you're the guy that pays. You should be on board too. You should join Cigar Rights of America. You should pay attention to these things. I know you're just a cigar smoker and just enjoying cigars and all that stuff. But ultimately, you're going to end up paying. You say, okay, I'm just going to buy online. They're coming after you, too. Yep. You're using a credit card. You're showing where you're purchasing your cigars. When you get, become one of those states that say, we want the money anyway, I think that's going to come, too. Yep. They want the money. I don't believe that they want to abolish smoking. If they did, they would just abolish it and, and do it. They legalize marijuana, these states for are taxes. doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for money. Uh, alcohol is for money, and tobacco is for money, and, and cigars are for money. They believe also that cigars is big business, where it's so small. <laughs> One out of a thousand people use it. Yeah. it. It's a small amount. You know, we get, we got some guys like us that smoke lots of cigars, but the average person smoking a couple of cigars a week, it, it doesn't add up to anything. But they're gonna they're gonna make it so that these Mom and pops, these brick and mortar stores are going to go out of business, and it's and it's a damn shame. You got to fight now, whatever state you're in. You got to fight now, or what's happening in New Hampshire is going to happen to you. Seventy five percent. New York. New York. Seventy five percent cigar tax plus eight point five two in state sales tax and local tax combined um, from twenty eight percent to seventy five. Will that make them more money? No. No way. They will get, I guarantee you, when it went in 2021, they will make less money than they made in 2020. When it went from 20% to 30%, you had shops closing all over the state. And then it went from 30% to, I think it was somewhere in the high 50s, low 60s. Then they changed the way they equated the tax. And went to 28. Down to 28 because they changed. And it grew. They found the loop, right, they found the loophole. And they made more money. Yes, but now the state decided we're going to close that loophole, and they're going to lose money. They're going to lose money. What is wrong with them of doing this? There was a well-established shop in Kingston, New, in Kingston, New York, and when it went from 20% up to in the 30s, they employed eight people in a small town of Kingston, out of business, eight people out of work. Yep. One of those people had to move to Florida to find work. So now you lost the... The everything you lost everything from that person. It's just a no one situation. Is this a way of you telling us your life story? Was that no. you, Barry? No, this was Israel Makovich. 
Yeah. Um, they're moving out of New York. Yeah. They're being taxed out of the state. Never mind just cigar tax. It becomes all taxes. New York, they're moving out. If you want a U-Haul, you pay big money to get a U-Haul. Going mm-hmm. in, bring a U-Haul in, they'll give it to you for nothing mm-hmm. to get the U-Haul in there. And the same's going for California. California people are moving to Arizona and Texas, and New York people are moving out, going to Florida, going anywhere. Uh, they're getting taxed out, and the, and the states believe that they're doing it to try to bring in revenue when it's the opposite. They don't understand it of how it is. Please don't beat up the retailer in your state because it's not his fault. For you not knowing, i got to give a little fault to them because they should have, have giant posters on the wall mm-hmm. saying uh, what's going on so that you would vote the right way and, and vote these imbeciles out of, out of business. Um, that that are ch- making these choices of it, uh, but ultimately you, the consumer, have to pay. Yep, you need to beat up your politician, get the people raising taxes out of office. So vote, vote them out, vote them out. Election is uh, coming real close. Figure out who these people are that are uh, adding tax on on there uh, for whatever it is, and uh, it should be less taxes. Less taxes, more volume. That's how you build a business, right? Absolutely. And it it goes for anything. So uh, that's me on my soapbox. Very angry. Very angry (laughs) about it. Uh, But it happens all the time. And it's going to keep happening unless you put a stop to it. And that's up to you, our listener. Say something. Join Cigar Rights of America, will you? Put the lid into your mouth. You might like it. And that's cigarrights.org. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.